Hey, what's up? Today is June 13th, 2020. I hope you are having or going to have a good Saturday and you're listening to Queer All Year. Happy Saturday. I have another bummer of a story, so get ready, my bro and son. I'm slicker than frozen away. <laughs> That's my catchphrase. Oil freeze? But if it did, that would be pretty slick, right? Or, I, bet, I mean, everything freezes. Yeah. But I'm slicker than that. I'm slicker than Everything freezes is like a... Everything freezes sounds like a really sad, like... I don't know. I thought that's how Game of Thrones was going to end up. That's what I... I don't know how it ended up, and I don't... Oh. Okay. Well, I don't know. Because I don't want to watch it because I like to read the books first. Um, Yeah, that's where I was, but the books took too... They took too long. I was done with them. Actually, like... I read it. I got through them real quick, but um, I meant the... George R. R. Martin's going to die before he gets done with them, so I need to just watch it. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, it, he took too long, not me. Like, I was... Oh, yeah. I was done reading them, like, in the second... Mm-hmm. You know, still in the first season of the movie or the show. Yeah. But... Yeah, I just don't... And he's... But he said the show was going to end differently than the books, possibly. I sure hope so. Yeah, I mean, I know a little bit. Oh my goodness, I can't. Well, we figured out how it was going to end, and he got so mad that he's changed the ending, and that's why he has—he's probably taken so long because he has to figure out how his stupid little storyline is going to weave into the new ending. It's like, though the the old ending was really good. Yeah, I'm sad that uh, it's not confirmed. It got super popular, and then the public started affecting his decisions. And then it, it, drives it devolved me into got, something that wasn't. Uh, he made a book of anymore. maps of the world, and I'm like, write your damn book, George. He's probably but, just you know, angry I, about how everything's turned out. But he's. I've gotten. It's got to be I've, rich. I don't even bro. know what's going on with him. I've given up, but I still don't want to watch it because the books are going to come out eventually, unless he dies. And he really hates when people say that. He's like, why does everyone keep saying I need to get these books out before I die? Does everyone yeah, think I'm like going to die? And I'm like, 60s? I think you're going to die before you write them. Like, you can't. <laughs> you, I don't know if you we, we should just assume you're going to live to be 90. Like, get your books out. <laughs> right? Like, shouldn't that be a Life concern of yours, too? Like, your mortality affects you more than. Well, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But, like, I don't know. He's rich, whatever. Let's talk about 1991 in Colorado. Okay. Which apparently was a weird time in Colorado. So, Colorado Amendment 2 to their constitution was being crafted by the newly formed Colorado for Family Values Organization. And anytime you hear family values, you know it has nothing to do with values or family or anything good. Uh, The goal of this organization was to repeal and ban anti-discrimination laws in Colorado that protected people based on their sexuality. And uh, this was in response to the fact that the the governor had just passed an executive order um, banning discrimination in the government on the basis of sexuality. Um, And then a couple cities had their own bans or, you know. Um, So this awful thing was founded by Tony Marco, David Noble, and Kevin Tobetto. Tobetto. I don't know those last two names. I should have looked them up, but Tony Marco sounds really familiar. So, 
Um, they modeled their strategy on this guidebook called How to Defeat Gay Rights Legislation. And I need to find this guidebook because it sounds awful and hilarious. You know, <laughs> it sounds like something I would want to read. Like, uh, you know how Robert Evans reads what's his what's his name's book just because it's horrible and painful and hilarious. Uh-oh. We should do that. Behind the Bastards, second day in a row. Yeah, go, we are obviously that obsessed podcast. with them. Yeah. It's so uh, good. I, I don't know. He just put an episode out today, didn't he? Oh, my gosh. I love that. Anyway, <laughs> so June 13th, 1991, Pat Robertson, whoo-hoo, his National Legal Foundation staff counsel, Brian McCormick, who I'm sure is related to McCormick Spices. And Licka. Whatever, Dynasty, somehow. Uh, he wrote to Tony Marco to advise on how to create the amendment and how to get support for it. So the CFV and other supporters of the amendment had been arguing that prohibiting discrimination against gays was giving them, quote, special rights. And, Hmm. quote, special rights has always been a term used to condemn legislation that protects people on the basis of race. And then uh, sex slash gender was added to that. That's funny how they do that. orientation was added to that. Yeah, and now gender identity is all in that group of things that people think are getting special rights because they're being protected from discrimination. So there's that. And it continues to be a conservative, ignorant argument today. I actually used to be kind of on that side of the fence because I thought that enough of us were morally um, or ethically, whatever, um, morally sound enough to, if people businesses discriminated against people we would just stop going to that business and they'd go out of business but that's obviously a pretty naive theory um yeah it doesn't seem to be happening basically i feel like i was this you know sweet summer child or something and people told me that like title nine was good because you know black people and females were discriminated against and i was like okay they're discriminated against so this is good and then people were like, Title IX is bad. And I was like, I don't know what Title IX is, I think. so. I don't know what it is. <laughs> is that like... It's it's the uh, athletes thing where... Uh, right? Athletes or college or... See, I still don't know. Um, I know it doesn't protect transgender people because... Um, is it Colorado? Some state just banned all transgender people from sports and now the NCAA is pulling everything out of that state and there is a like a boycott against the entire state I think it's Colorado. Look at that that's a a progress right? Yeah and I can't believe I mean for the NCAA to condemn something that's a I think that I think either they have or they are um pulling out all of like um like the sports stuff from there or I'll have to look that up. I don't know what kind of... We'll have to talk about that when we know more, I think. Yeah, I mean, I should know more because I was reading about it, but I can't remember clearly. Um, But I know there's a a national, pretty much, boycott of the entire state, and i got to figure out what it is, but it doesn't really affect me because I'm never going anywhere. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Brian McCormick, he really loves the no special rights... um, slogan and he wanted it in all promotional material but he said that those words should absolutely never appear in the amendment so in this letter he wrote to tony marco he says if language denying special privileges to homosexuals is in the amendment it could possibly allow homosexuals to argue that they are not asking for special privileges just those granted to everyone else 
I believe that no special privileges is a good motto for the amendment's public campaign. So this letter is important because it's proof that they knew they were attempting to deny equal rights to based on the basis of homosexuality. And they were building the amendment so it could not get challenged on those grounds. So they knew exactly what they were doing. It was not based on like, oh, they're going to get rights that other people don't get. They knew it was so they don't get equal rights. And um, yeah, that's why Dang. that's why I chose to highlight this letter today. Um, and uh, so, ba- I mean, like this happens later, but the special rights and privileges thing it gets in the public's mind when you use it as, you know, not protecting a vulnerable population, but setting a group to have more and better rights and privileges in the general population. So when you use this terminology, you tend to, you know, people don't do research of their own or look into things. <laughs> like I just spewed a whole bunch of stuff that like I clearly didn't research well enough, I guess. But um, so the general public is an idiot and they went out and um, they approved the amendment by 53%. So 53% of Colorado voters Dang, think that gays shouldn't be protected. And this later was brought to the Supreme Court, something like that. And I'm going to talk about that later. But this letter I felt like was... I bet that's not really life. how they felt. They just... I mean, you can word those things in such a way when you go to the ballot and get... Yeah. Well, and, like, the way it's worded on the ballot is it doesn't have special rights or privileges or anything in there. It just... um, It was... It's just, like, people... You put Amendment 2 in their mind, and then you say special rights, and you say vote yes, and then they're not... They don't... People don't read the ballots. You know, they just see, oh, Amendment 2. This is in my head. Special rights... Yes, this should pass. Get rid of anything that lets them have special rights. You know? So, vote, yeah. everyone. But go but learn vote. about what you're voting on first. Yeah. Well, I, I'm assuming our listeners aren't ignorant, you know, horribly conservative, awful people. Um, there, there are conservative people that aren't ignorant. I've met some smart Yeah, I said horribly. That's why I said horribly. Oh. Because, yeah. Um, because I'm pretty sure Caitlyn Jenner is conservative. I don't know if she's a terrible person. Or <laughs> I don't know anything cons- about. I don't her. know. I just know she's transgender and a conservative, and people don't think those. She won like uh, Olympic medals, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's so. That's something. Um, yeah. Well. But it's a yeah. I got a cough. <coughs> okay, there it is. So am I only been going eleven minutes. Oh wow, this is a short one. Even though it felt yeah, like it was long. We were talking for a while. Yeah, I know. What else does yeah, anyone want to hear? Track of time. I'm saying this to the empty void of space. I'm not gonna talk about Lori Vallow again, that's for sure. I'm just talking about thinking about Tyra Banks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's like um I mean... in her forties now, isn't she? And she still like amazing looking. Um, I, I mean, know. I guess like I mean for I guess I don't know why I would think, but like models are always young. I get. I don't know anything. I feel like models like fall off the face of the earth when they stop looking like they're eighteen. You know, so yeah, something like that. I don't know anything about models. I can't believe people know models' names. I know Tyra Banks because I really like America's Next Top Model because I'm a basic 
awful person. I thought she like went on to do some like actual she like humanitarian a... stuff or I don't know. I don't I don't I'm sure she has some sort of philanthropy, but she uh had a talk show at one point. Oh. Apparently. But so did everyone. Yeah. When are we going to get a talk show? I think uh I mean I guess this I is I mean if we technically like hit record show. If we hit if I hit record on the Zoom video again and we got a guest, then uh I mean I could have Nathan come in and talk about his you know uh red, pink eye. Nope. Or whatever. <laughs> That's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but how does your pink eye relate to the queer community? <laughs> why is why did you choose to be pink? <laughs> That's not Gross. how pink eye works. Yeah. No, but it's how I respond to it, though, by oh. seeing. To pink eye? Uh, oh, I don't want to see it for diseases sure. in general, anything that involves oh, it's pus horrific. or... Um, uh... It doesn't have pus. Okay, well, I guess I don't want to hear any more about it. it. He's going to the doctor tomorrow, and I'm so happy. <laughs> that's It's horrifying. Well, yeah, that's wanna... good that he's going to the doctor. Do you want to wrap this one up early? Yeah, I guess we so might as well. people are like, well. oh my gosh, I don't have to listen to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, uh, stay tuned for the uh, unicorn in a minute here. But if you would like to like us on Facebook, we'd like you a lot. We're queer all year on Facebook. And uh, we also have a group in Facebook that you can join and have all kinds of weird conversations with us. It's called the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. It's great. Twitter and Instagram, we are Queer All Year Pod. So you can throw your tweets at us over there or send some pics and whatnot. The Flicking the appropriate pics. Yeah. Send a. Uh, no dick pics is what I'm saying. Prefer. Yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> um, unless it's tasteful. So <laughs> if you want some extra send those stuff. Big G. If you want. Um, Bonus features like uh, ringtones, bloopers, and some videos. We got it all there on patreon.com slash queer all year. It's great. And if you would take the time to, wherever you're listening to your podcast, just open up your app and give us a five-star rating and review. We would certainly appreciate it. Um, it gets us up in the ratings and helps more people get exposed to our wonderfulness and that and now we have a unicorn unicorn uh this one could be kind of sarcastic baby unicorn today says you my dear are perfectly imperfect you are more than enough and you're (laughs) just you're perfectly imperfect just just stop (laughs) for some reason i always think of this um it's a, a Who's the guy that plays Ace Ventura? Um, uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, he. Uh, Wait, yeah. He became a. He's like an artist now or whatever, and he has just had this like painting that I like was in this gallery and it was one of his, and it just has these stick figures, and they say, "Hooray, we're all broken," and I don't know. That just reminds me of that. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, kind of the same thing. Like no one's, everyone's imperfect. Yeah. You're, you're, what is, I'm trying to think of whatever you're, they're saying. You're something about like, exactly where the universe wants you to be, right? That's, uh, yeah, pretty much. And you are more than enough. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, you are all 
perfectly imperfect, you're more than enough, <laughs> and wherever you are is exactly where the universe wants you to be.